0: The Secret World Chronicle, a podcast novel series authored by Mercedes Lackey, Dennis Lee, Cody Martin, with Larry Dixon and Veronica Jagger, read and produced by Veronica Jagger. Total Eclipse of the Heart, Part 4, written by Mercedes Lackey and Veronica Jagger. The walls of earth and stone held as a third Krieger collapsed. Acrobat bounced on his toes, giddy with success, as Scope reloaded. This is amazing! This is the real thing, you know? That's freaking Yankee pride out there with us! What? And the catacombs were a walk in the park? Vicky reminded him, panting hard. You're in the big time, kid, and rightly so. And... "'That's it.' "'A forlorn little mushroom of dirt pushed up and sagged back. "'No more juice.' "'You've done great work, Miss Vicky.' "'Pride's voice was warm. "'Before I forget, I must say that it's an honor to work with someone of your caliber.' "'You say the sweetest things, but my heart belongs to my cat.' "'There was a pause.' Heads up. The sphere is powering up. Now things are going to get ugly, and Gamayune says your backup is at least five more minutes out. They planned this one really well. Scope peeked over the edge of the stone barrier. It looks like it. What's the first target? We'll need to hit the sphere. The sooner we get that down, the sooner we get our people out of what's left there. Pride paused. Miss Vicky, I don't suppose. (laughs) Regret and exhaustion made her voice ragged. I'm dry. I I could fling pebbles, maybe. Uh, Wait a sec. There might be something I can do cybernetically. I'll tell you when I know if it's feasible. She is so cool. Acrobat whispered in fanboy fashion. Scope let out a laugh even as she tapped the back of his head out of reflex. Bruno, hon, Vicky said quietly. Outside of my safe room, I am a freaking basket case. But you, kiddo, are a real hero. I'm a spaz in or out of a room, he answered with a goofy grin. Scope will tell you just as much. "'And he makes great bait,' Scope added. "'If we're going to bring down that sphere, then we've got to pull it away from the building. "'That's going to be all him.' "'Ah, and that was what I needed. "'Okay, Bruno, you and I are going to play tag-team with the beach ball. "'You're going to have to plot your path very carefully. "'I want you to touch down on your parkour jumps behind stuff I can overload electrically.' Transformers, streetlights, anything I can make a flashbang out of. We'll have to time this really well. I am pretty sure, based on all the data, that we can temporarily blind whatever they use as sensors with a flashbang, and that will keep them from being able to target you. Capiche Totally. Man, this is going to be fun. He rubbed his hands together and turned to focus on the lot and the surrounding businesses. Yeah, Yeah, this should work. You want me to call it? You're wired, so yeah, you cue me when you want the flash. Unless I happen to see something zeroing in on you first. I have the schematics for everything queued up on my computer, and I have control of a five-block square area of the electrical grid now. She sighed. Some people are going to be very unhappy until the power company gets here. On the other hand... Beats being toasted. The subsonic whine of the spear filled the air, and it swiveled toward the remnants of the diner. Bruno took the motion as a cue to get moving, darting into the mess of broken concrete and overturned cars. He let fly a small hook and line to get the spear's attention, the thin cable wrapping around one of the arms. It snapped as the sphere turned, and Bruno lobbed a small flash grenade at the machine to secure its attention. The taunting worked, and the kid laughed as he took off over a broken stone barricade toward the first set of power lines. "'Hey, Scope, remember there are sensors in the ends of the tentacles, and they are vulnerable, not armored. Your target, Annie Oakley.' Okay, first target is the pole at my two o'clock, but there's a second behind and to the right of it. After that, there's the neon sign at the car dealership. Acrobat leapt to the top of a dumpster as he spoke, then flung himself toward the pole and grabbed onto one of the utility handles. He barely had enough time to get a foothold on another handle when a metal tentacle cut through the wood. The force flung him forward to a taller concrete piece that held a second transformer. Bella held her breath. Vicky swore and blew the street light before the wires had a chance to snap, and she lost the power. Bruno, you okay? Yeah. Forward momentum like that lets me bridge a gap up to 36% wider than I could do with a regular jump. Only with the wood, though. Concrete and metal don't have the same oomph, you know? His arms went slack for a split second before he launched himself toward the neon sign. Behind him, the sphere lurched to one side and steadied itself with a tentacle on the ground. It reached out for where Bruno had been, the claw scraping the side of the concrete pillar. Vicky blew the transformer. It went up in a satisfying white flash and a shower of sparks. The sphere drew back the tentacle that had been closest, the others flailing wildly to compensate for the explosion. It regrouped quickly moving toward Bruno with a renewed vengeance. Ranger doesn't like that, Yogi, said Vicky. Get clear. Neon signs make shrapnel. Acrobat scrambled up to a window ledge. Cool. Okay, alley, another sign, and then the box in the corner. That'll get him across the street. Vicky hadn't been lying. Bella winced as the neon sign blew. The pop and flare of light happened as Bruno leapt to the ground and bounced through the alley. With a clumsy groan and the sound of metal scraping against asphalt, the sphere tried to follow Acrobat's path as he crossed the street. "'Boss?' Bella said quietly to Yankee Pride. "'What's our move when Bruno gets the thing downrange?' Pride glanced at the assembled matas, then focused on Upeer. What's your ammunition, ma'am? Anything more than just standard issue? It's being standard incendiary rams and SMGs, but Bolshoi special loads and grenade launcher, she said with pride. It's me is being to make them. Like napalm, only hotter and very sticky. Only problem is only one in four work, three in four being duds, she shrugged. Is pink and beta, yet? He nodded, frowning. One in four. Not great, but not bad. You said it's like napalm, though. Are those pieces live before they fire? It's pink two stage. Zme is two pink 10 meters do not mix properly. Launcher goes boom is to shut a barrier inside grenade. Then grenade is to hit, small impact charge goes boom. Liquid is to spread, proper mixture ignites when contacts air. She eyed Scope speculatively. I am to think rifle Devushka should be to handle launcher. One of these on house would be very bad. Yeah, uh, very bad indeed. Uh, scope, you get the grenade launcher, and we'll move down range. Uh, That Krieger looks like it'll follow us since Acrobat and Miss Vicky are giving that sphere hell. Pride motioned with a gauntlet across the street. If you'll be so kind as to remind it that we're here, then we can start to wrap this up and get our folks home. Upir offered that same Mona Lisa smile as she took careful aim at the Krieger's knee joints with her SMG. The hit and explosion caused it to wobble before it changed direction and charged at the group. As Pride turned to follow the rest, a nasal, officious voice cut through the air. That's it, Pride! You, Tesla, that blue commie bowl, all of you! You're ordered to stand down and wait for proper backup to assist! The janitor walked toward them, this time with a small bullhorn. He can't issue orders, Vicky said, blowing the next sign behind Acrobat. Not without authorization from higher up. He's bluffing. The only reason he could order Echo around at the mountain was because he'd gotten that authorization for special circumstances. Oh, he should have gotten some plastic surgery. You would be amazed at what my face recognition software is turning up. Pride drew himself up to stand in front of the man. And I ordered you to get back in the damn car, you sniveling rat. This is not your command. The janitor stopped, walked back a few steps, then took off in a run toward the remains of the diner. I'm authorized to speak with Alex Tesla, which is what I'm going to do right now while the rest of you play with toy soldiers. The words came through the bullhorn, canned and tinny in the air. Ramona, if he comes busting in there somehow, shoot him, Vicky said instantly. He's armed, he's clearly irrational, and you have no way of knowing he's not with the Kriegers. You don't have to tell me twice. Ramona's voice was dry and strangely calm on the channel. The man climbed on top of the stone fortress that surrounded what was left of the diner and began kicking at the layers of rock and earth. Dull thuds could be heard through Ramona's headset as he tried to get in. "'Which one of you made this happen? Was it the Kami Goth? Is she the one helping you protect Tesla? Is she the one enabling all of you to commit treason?' As he continued to pound on the stone, the Krieger slowed in his pursuit of the Echo Ground team. The body swiveled toward the mount of debris and the head cocked to the side as if analyzing the frenzied actions of the tiny irrational creature. At almost the same time, the sphere slowed its pursuit of Bruno and spun to focus on the same area. Oh, shit, said Bella. Both machines charged toward what was left of the diner. Yankee Pride took off in the same direction, but it wasn't soon enough to keep the Krieger from confirming what they all knew. The ground shook as the machines turned their full attention on the janitor and his attempts to unearth the diner. Pride reached the man first, grabbing him by the jacket and flinging him to the ground several feet from Upir. He landed in an obviously uncomfortable position and looked up to see her frowning at him. Is being a very bad decision on your part. She pulled off a glove and placed her hand against the man's cheek for a few seconds, just long enough to ensure that he wasn't going to meddle in anything critical for the time being. He sagged to the ground, the bullhorn next to him. The Krieger pounded a metal fist into the stone barrier that Vicky had thrown up around the walk-in freezer. There was another crack and pop of electricity as the diner sign blew out and the freezer hum through Ramona's headpiece went dead. "'That's not a good sign,' said Bella. "'Silence? Bad.' She bit her lip and felt the blood drain from her face as she saw the sphere bearing down on the wreck of the diner. "'We've lost power in here. Advise?' To his credit, Yankee Pride answered in a calm and collected drawl. Sit tight, ma'am. I'll keep the boss safe, and we'll get you out.